Hark the glad sound, the Savior comes, the Savior promised long. Let every heart prepare a throne, and every voice a song. He comes the prisoners to release, in Satan's bondage held. The gates of brass before him burst, the iron fetters yield. Yahweh, show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. In ancient Israel, the high priest would enter into the most sacred part of the temple, the Holy of Holies. While other parts of the temple were deemed as holy, the Holy of Holies was called Most Holy. Something so intense occurred inside that space that it was believed that the space itself imparted holiness. The sacredness of the Holy of Holies actually rubbed off on all those who entered in. And the Holy of Holies was separated from the other parts of the temple by 200 square meters of fabric. It was a giant veil. According to the author of Second Chronicles, the veil was woven from blue, purple, crimson, and white thread, and it was embroidered with cherubim. Both Philo and Josephus, Jewish authors who lived around the time of Jesus, they said that the colors of the veil represented the different aspects of the material world. Blue represented the sky, purple the ocean because purple ink came from sea creatures, red represented fire, and white the earth because white linen was made from things harvested from the earth. Whenever the priest would cross through the veil, they were moving from earth to heaven. Now this is where things get really, really fascinating. According to Philo, whenever a priest entered into the Holy of Holies, he was no longer a man, a human being. Leviticus 16.17 tells us that there shall be no man in the Holy of Holies when he enters to make atonement. But Philo translated this verse as... When the high priest enters the Holy of Holies, he shall not be a man. Other ancient Hebrew sources like Third Enoch claim that when these priests entered that sacred space, they were transformed into angels. Enoch, for example, became the angel Metatron. In the Hebrew mindset during this time, Angels were seen as extensions of God, manifestations of God's very presence. This is why stories about angels in the Old Testament are so confusing, oftentimes. So take, for example, the story where the three visitors come to see Abraham, if you're familiar with that story. Were these three visitors angels? <laughs> or was this God manifesting himself to Abraham in a threefold way? The answer is yes. In the ancient Hebrew mindset, the priest would enter into the Holy of Holies and become an angel. The priest would enter the Holy of Holies and become so one with God 
that it became hard to tell where the priest ended and God began. Now, while the priest was in the Holy of Holies, he wore white linen, which was believed to be the color of angels, the vestments of angels. Whenever he came out, though, he put on a multicolored robe that was made from the exact same threads and colors as the veil, which was highly intentional and highly symbolic. Whenever he put on that robe and stepped out of the Holy of Holies, he was believed by the people to be Yahweh incarnate, or Emmanuel, God with us. Whenever Moses would come out of the Holy of Holies, for example, the people were afraid of him, not just because his face glowed with the glory of God, but because he was believed to be the glory of God in the midst of the people. In seeing God face to face, in seeing the light of God's countenance, as Moses did, and as the ancient high priest did in the Holy of Holies, these people were transformed, and they incarnated God's very presence. One of the major complaints that the Israelites had during the years leading up to the time of Jesus was that the high priests had lost this wisdom, this mystical way of being, this closeness to God. Something of the ancient ways had been lost, and the priests no longer manifested God to the people. It's a long story, but it was believed that the high priests had become corrupted, and the people longed for the day when the true priesthood would again be restored. Why am I saying all of this? Because all of it, all of it serves as the backdrop for the Christian understanding of Christmas, of incarnation, of Jesus' coming into the world. All of it paints a picture of what it actually means for Jesus to be God incarnate. Jesus was not the innovator of a new religion, but the restorer of the ancient Hebrew religion. He not only has entered into that mystical space that is the Holy of Holies, but he ushers us in along with him. And he has come out robed in the whole creation. All of material reality veils his presence. As he said to his disciples in the Gospel of Thomas, cut into a piece of wood and you will find me. Turn over a stone and I am there. And as St. Paul says, whenever we seek to behold Christ's glory, the light of the Lord's countenance, with unveiled faces, we will too be transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. And we will come to find, as St. Irenaeus once said, that Yahweh became what we are so that we might become what he is. Jesus, Yahweh, show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. <laughs>